Blog Talk Radio. Today is Saturday, March 4th, 2017, and this is the Bunny Slippers of Evil Job Seekers Podcast, presented by Evil Bunny Consulting. I'm your host, Tyrone Griffin, and if it's 3 p.m. you have on your bunny slippers, you have you are not looking for a job. Welcome, first time returning listeners. In this show, we discuss strategies and tactics of job search, staying motivated, dealing with career transition. For more tips, resources, daily motivations, and to listen to archive shows, go to the website, bunnyslippersareevil.com. There you also find links to our Facebook page, our Twitter handle, and the YouTube channel. If you are listening live on Facebook, you can send me your questions right here on the bottom or right there, depending on how you got your screen oriented, and uh, I'll try to answer them. Now, this week, first Saturday of the month, we do job search Q&A. So please, if you have any questions about job search, please feel free to type them in, um, and I'll try to answer them. Hey, Garfield, one of my old high school, middle school friends, thanks for tuning in. I appreciate it. So let me start with the questions I've been asked. <laughs> hey, player. Um, question I was asked this week um, from a person who's in job search, uh, and it was interesting, or somebody who, who knew somebody in job search. The question was, how far should you go to help somebody in job search? Um, the simple answer is as far as you can. The complex answer is as far as you can. Um, I had the good fortune of connecting somebody with a contractor, uh, and they made a call, and uh, somewhere in the, in, in the mix, the contractor, the company, stopped calling this person back, um, start returning the phone calls. And the person never said anything, and then one day I happened to reach out to the person, and they said, um, hey, you know, I, I said, hey, how's it going? How's your job search going? And they said, uh, please, they're not calling me back. I'm, you know, they're not returning my calls. Um, I said, okay, well, I, may, I sent a text to somebody I knew in the company. He said, hey, what's going on? This person has been, you know, whatever. Uh, bottom line, the person they got in touch with somebody else at the company. The person had a 45-minute interview with that company. I'm not bragging about having that much power. My point is this. A simple gesture by me. It was a real simple gesture. It was just sending a text. Hey, this person, I gave them your number. They contacted you, and you handed them off, and they haven't heard back. And the person's not returning their phone calls. What's going on? No. Um, I didn't accuse anybody of anything. Um, I didn't uh, try to try – to, try to, um, these superheroes trying to help a friend. Um, my point is this, though: those small gestures. Somebody's in transition. Even the smallest gesture you do can help. Very small, little things. Again, I sent a text message, okay, and it resulted in them having an interview with this with this company. Um, people in, in transition. There's a lot of mess they go through. There's a lot of mess they go through. So, Pooh. Uh, there's a lot of um, mental stuff they go through. Um, people in transition are not always going to be happy campers. That's one thing. They're not, they, they may, what's that song, uh, Smokey Robinson, Tears of a Clown? Yeah, people in transition will get up and they will smile in your face. Uh, I have been to many uh, job networking events where somebody, you know, we were all in front of people and everybody was happy and joyful and you know, making jokes and shaking hands and doing all that good stuff. And I've talked to the people later, and they talk about how they um, went home crying because they don't know how they're going to feed their kids. You know, they don't know how they're going to keep the lights on. 
that's the reality, you know, of what people are going through. So here's some things you, <clears throat> you can do to help somebody. I mean, obviously, the easiest way to help somebody who's in transition is pay the bills, but we all can't do that. Number one, have compassion. You know, um, remember girls, ladies, remember you were in elementary, middle school, high school even, you had a boyfriend, and, you know, he, he dumped you, and he was a jerk because, you know, every once in a while guys were jerks. Uh, and you cried, and all your girlfriends came around you, and, and, and you know, they, they said, it's going to be all right. But what they did is they acknowledged your pain. You know, they didn't say, suck it up, buttercup. They said, okay, baby, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. First thing you got to do, if you want to show compassion, to somebody, if you want to help somebody in transition, you really want to help them get through what they're dealing with, and not just in transition, anything, any, anything somebody's going through, any, um, any, any kind of trauma. You want to help that person. The first thing you got to do is go there. Go to where they are. Okay, don't try to pull them up from here. Go to where they are. Okay, wrap your arms around. Say, hey, you know what? I, I, you know, tell me what's, how you're doing. Simplest thing sometimes you, you Ask, tell somebody, tell me, what can I do for you? You might be surprised at the stuff that they might say. You know, they might be, you, you might be expecting, oh, Lord, I'm about to come out of my pocket with some crazy, you know. But they might say something simple. They might say, hey, you, you know what, come with me to the gym. Or come with me and take a walk around. The, let me clear my head. Just, just be there. Um, have you ever had a situation where, you know, somebody, you know, you, you, you're, going, you're going through something and you call somebody, you you don't want their advice. You just sometimes you just want somebody to listen. Somebody to just sit there and shut up. Guys, especially women, call sometimes, and they just they we can't figure out what's going on. They just want you to shut up and listen. That's I'm sorry if I sound sexist, but that's the reality. Guys, we're like we're trying to fix everything, and it's like no, baby, just shut up and listen to me, okay? Um, when somebody's in transition, the same thing. If you've never been You've never been in transition, and a lot of people have. I've worked with and I continue to work with people who have never been in that transition. Thank God for it because it's crazy. Okay, you with it now. Okay, well, hey, if there's anything I can help you with, as I say to everybody, let me know. Got any questions, just this is the Q&A section of this show. So anything, I'm going to talk about some things, but if you got a question, just type it in, and I do what I can to help you, okay? But I'm saying people who've never been there, people who've always been in a job, who changed jobs successfully but never had a period where they were where they were uh, out of work. All right, man. But, yeah, but seriously, uh, uh, if you got a question, man, really, trust me, if you got it, the other people got it. Um, but people have never been in that situation. They, they're like, you know, why don't you just go get a job? That's like telling a single person, why don't you just go get married? Because um, I ain't found the right one, you know. Um, but being in transition, here's the thing about transition. You know, people call people out of work lazy. Let me tell you something, and I'm going to tell you this right now, and I, I, I double-dog dare anybody to say different. Hardest-working people in the world are people without a job. When we get up and go to work every day and do our thing, we are in the job 40, maybe 50 hours a week, and we go home, we kick back, we watch football, we watch whatever, Sunday, we go to church, whatever we do, but we get to relax. We have that time away. 
that life that, that work life balance as they call it. When you're in transition, here's your work life balance. It's all work. You wake up on Saturday morning, the first thing in your mind is I gotta get a job. Okay? You may be to church, first thing in your mind is I gotta get a job. Okay? That's the reality of it. Okay? Wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you are in transition. That is the hardest working now I'm paying his job in the world because every day you go to the grocery store, you're in transition. You're, you're thinking about, I'm about to buy some food. I got, to, uh, I got to find a job. You're driving down the highway, going to wherever, going to an interview, whatever, and you're looking around you on the highway and all these other people driving, and you're like, them blankety-blanks, they're jobs, you know? It, it, it's it's hard to explain to people who've never been there. It's like trying to explain pregnancy to a man. We just don't have a frame of reference, okay? Even if we, you know, and if you know somebody who's been through transition, it ain't nothing like being there unless it's your spouse and you go through it with them day in, day out. That's the only time you're really going to know. I had a friend uh, who had a um, cancer, cancer scare. And we talked every day for about six or eight months, and they took me through the whole process. Hey, Jim, my whole college roommate, how you doing, buddy? I'm his pal, Ms. Cotton. Um, but they took me through every day what they went through. And it was, it was deep. I mean, I was sitting there the whole time on the phone like, wow. But, you know, at the end of the time, if you told me what it's like to have cancer and reconstruction and things like that, and I knew technically a lot of things. Don't mean I knew it. So when you when somebody's going through something like transition, even if you are there with them, you will never fully know what it's like unless you've been there. It's like somebody describing what it's like to be stuck in a hurricane or a tornado. You know, you don't have a frame of reference unless you've been there. So the first thing you need to do if somebody is going through, you want to support them, you want to be there for them, is go there. Go to where they are period. Go to where they are mentally and emotionally. Be there for them. Sit there and acknowledge their pain. Like I said, the example I used earlier, young ladies, when your when you, boyfriend was a jerk and he broke up with you and all your friends came over, they came over and acknowledged your pain. That's what it was. They acknowledged, okay, he's a jerk. Okay? Your pain is real. Don't come to somebody and say, you know, suck it up. I'll tell you a funny story. This is going to do a job search. I had, this is down disgusting. Years ago, about 15, 20 years ago, I had an infection in my toes, and I had to have my toenails removed. I know, right, really. And, you know, they grew back. But the doctor, he numbed up my feet, and, you know, he just went in there like he was prospecting. Popped them suckers off. And it was seemed like as soon as he popped them off, that's when that Novocaine or whatever they put in my foot, that's when they wore off. If you ever had no toenails removed, I never had hemorrhoids, but I, I can't I can't say that it can hurt no worse. And I'm like, listen, dude is like, doctor's like, oh man, suck it up. And I'm thinking, he ain't got no scalpels in here. I'm gonna cut this man talking that crazy. You don't know what I'm going through. You know, yeah, he's a doctor, he knows about it. You know what? Yeah, he on that side. He's been on that side of the table all his career. Step your hiney over here where the pain at, all right? Transition. You could know a lot of people that have been through it, but until you've been through it, you don't know what it's like. 
okay? You don't know what transition is like till you've been through it, okay? So if somebody says, if somebody's going through be there for them. The original question was what should you do to help somebody who's in transition? Everything you can because there before the grace of God go I. Remember that. I know uh, several people who weren't in transition, then they were, and then they were like, yo, this is crazy. And it's like, yeah, remember those times that people called you when you were working and somebody wanted you to do an introduction to, to, for them, for somebody, or somebody wanted you to just spend a few minutes looking at their resume and giving your feedback, and I ain't got time for that, you know? And now all of a sudden you're in the mix and it's like, whoa, this is kind of nutty. Yeah, that's the reality of it. That's how it rolls, okay? Okay? Be there for them. That's the first thing. Go there with them. Don't pity them. Don't ever pity somebody in transition. Don't pity people in life because, you know, pity, we don't want pity. You know, uh, we want a job, okay? Or we want an opportunity to get to the next step. Don't pity people. Uh, Second, encourage that person. Why don't you go there? Think about that situation with the girlfriends and the dudes at jerk. They hug up and everybody's cool, and the first thing they say is, um, it's okay, baby, it's okay. We're we going to, hey, come on, let's go do this, all right? Let's do that. Um, encourage that person. You know, you ain't got to take them out whining and dining them. Sometimes just say, hey, let's go to a full walk. Come on, get in my car, let's drive. Where are we going? I don't know. Let's just drive around for a little while, just talk, talk about whatever, okay? Um, I knew somebody in transition once, and we were looking for the person for for a while. It was crazy. It was like you realize somebody has disappeared, has dropped off the radar, and nobody knows where they are, okay? And here's the thing. When you, when you have groups of people in transition who work together, we know each other's phone number. We got email, whatever. We don't know where each other lives because we just don't it's – it's irrelevant. So this was somebody who we're like, well, we ain't seen them in none of the meetings in a couple of you know a couple of days, a couple of weeks. Nobody's heard from them. They're not answering their phone. Nobody knew where they lived. And we finally called around. We found one person knew where they lived. Went over to the house, knocked on the door. Uh, thank God the person was there, but the person was um, basically had been sitting in the house for four or five days uh, with the lights out, just sitting there because of the situation they were in. Now I'm not gonna sit there and say, well, we saved the person's life and all of that. No. You know, that's, that's not, a, not an issue. But you never know what somebody's going through. So be compassionate with people. There was a show, uh, 60 Minutes did a show years ago about the 99ers, the people that had 99 weeks of unemployment, and then you get dropped off. And these were people that had PhDs, okay? You want to talk about scared. That's scared to mess up. I don't have a PhD, but I'm thinking these are PhDs out in California, a bunch of them cannot find a job. People, you don't know what it's like. I mean, when I was out of work, I was out of work over a year. I got two degrees. I got degrees in finance and accounting. I had over 20 years experience in the healthcare industry, okay? I don't have bad breath. I couldn't get a job. I could not get a job. I mean, I'm out working. My job was to find a job, and I was out every day on the job. You want to talk about fear, anxiety, I could see depression. That's the reality. So when somebody's out of work, telling them to suck it up, that's an easy way to get punched in the face. Keeping it real, just like that. It's an easy way to get punched in the face. 
If somebody is going through something, if somebody, you don't know their whole story, you know, when you're in transition, the world doesn't stop. You know, you have pets. Your pets I know people, pets got sick, and it freaked them out, you know, because that was, you know, anybody who don't have pets, you don't get it. We got pets. That's your family. Life keeps going, okay? Parents get sick. Children get sick. Spouses get sick. But you still got to keep going. So if you see somebody going through something, you don't know the whole story. You never know the whole story, believe me. Invariably, there's a whole lot more going on in somebody's life. Somebody's coming to work every day and they're smiling, and all of a sudden one day, you know, they kill themselves, and everybody's like, oh, he was such a happy person. You didn't know what that person was dealing with. So never assume, even when you see somebody happy and smiling, never assume. I'm not saying go dig up in everybody's Kool-Aid and see what's going on with them, but I'm just saying never assume that people are as happy as they appear. Everybody got some, hey, we all got drama going on, period. We all, we all got drama. You know, I'm not minimizing nobody else's drama. We all got drama, okay? It just happens. Um, people deal with it differently. People deal with their drama differently. Some things that you think are no big deal, the next person, kicking their behind. So you want to help somebody, the first thing is go there with them. Uh, have compassion. Be encouraging. You don't have to be a motivational speaker to encourage somebody. What the best thing you can show somebody, the best thing you can show somebody who's going through depression or anything else that you care. Little, little gestures. You know, you might go to somebody's house and bring them a coffee. Break down crying. And like, why are you crying? Because nobody's ever done that. And you bringing me that coffee lifted my spirits. Yeah. Helping people is not always about the grand gestures. Helping people sometimes is just the little things. You know, open the door for somebody. You they might be having a bad day and they carried a bunch of stuff and open the door for them. You know, somebody says, uh, I'm going through some stuff. Sucks to be you. Keep it moving. Because you find yourself in that situation. And then you're like, oh, why would nobody here to help me? I always say this. It's funny. I, the person, there's a person in my gym that I am usually see every morning. Doesn't speak to anybody. So well, doesn't speak to anybody. No, I'm going to the gym. I'm going to get my butt on. You know, I'm not trying to hit somebody or nothing like that. Maybe, you know, women say, well, where are all these guys who are trying to hit on? Yeah, yeah, whatever. She don't speak to nobody. You say hello, she just, you know, okay, fine. I'm wondering what this woman is going to do if she goes out to her car when they got a flat tire and we come and have somebody have to come out. She can you help me? You know, karma has a way of coming back on people. It has a bad way of coming back on people. Okay. Um, I don't wish any ill will on this woman or anybody else. I'm just saying karma has a way of coming back. It's like a pendulum. You push it out slow, and that bad boy comes back flying hard. Okay. So you be mean, be, be, uh, you ignore somebody who's going through transition. You say, I ain't got time, but that's not my that's not my world. I ain't got nothing to do with that. And you find yourself in that place years, couple months, or one of your children or somebody's in that place, and you can't figure out why nobody will help. You know, life is about being a good person. It's about being good people. 
It's about trying to help everybody you can. I'm not saying you devote your life, sell all your assets, and run out and help people. But sometimes people want something simple, just a hand. All they want is, you know, they, they're trying to grab. Reach down and help them. Okay? Um, beggars on the street. I'm not saying I don't know what percentage are fake and what percentage are real. I don't know. Every now and then, my spirit moves me. I'm at the stoplight. Guy's got a tie today. I'm homeless. Give him a dollar. Well, he's going to take it and drink it up. Did he do? My, my concern isn't what he does with that dollar. My concern is it was my heart moved to help this person. When my heart is moved to help this person, we'll help them because that's what I got to answer for, okay? Same thing if you're trying to help somebody in transition. You know, well, they ain't going to take my advice. They may not, but you offer it. If you, if you know something, if you got a contact, if anything, if you look at their resume and go, uh, yeah, you, maybe y'all shouldn't have wrote it in crayon, um, tell them. Little things. I'm not saying devote your life to it. I'm not saying devote your life to anybody. By the same token, job seekers, don't ask nobody else to do your job search for you. All right? I keep saying people will send me resumes, not all the time, but every now and then, a couple times a year, people will send me resume and ask me to keep an eye out in my company for jobs that might fit their background. And I'll say, yep, you got it. I got your back. And I never open it again. It's not my job search, bro. Not my job search. It's yours. Okay? You can sit in front of that computer just as much as I can sit in front of that computer. Okay? I'm not doing your job search for you. I help you any other way I can, but I'm not doing your job search for you. Because when you land a job, wherever you land a job, you're not going to give me a fee. <clears throat> it's your job search. Don't ever forget that. Ask somebody to help you? Sure. You see an opportunity and say, hey, can you tell me something about this opportunity? I saw at your company. Could you tell me who the hiring manager is or somebody I can get in touch with? Yeah. I'm willing to do that kind of, but you started it. But when you give me your resume, you give anybody your resume, tell them to go do your job search, you're highly going to be unemployed for a hot minute. Let me just tell you that right now. I'm just, just keeping it real. It is not my job search. You know, it's like single man tells his boy, yo, man, go to that party, find me a wife. Really, bro? How am I supposed to do that? Oh, you know, act like me. Go do the research. Go 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 get some honeys and you know talk to them. Nah, man, I ain't doing that. That's that's, that's your job. I take you to the party. I get you past the bouncer. I show you a dance floor at. But after that, it's all you do. That's that's the reality. All right, you know don't um don't outsource, don't try to outsource your job search. You know unless you're gonna pay somebody. Now there are firms. I'm assuming somewhere out there that will charge you. You know, and, and, and do your job search for you. I ain't one. You know, so job seekers, don't outsource your job search. But back to what you can do to help job seekers, like I said, go there with them. Be compassionate. Be motivating and encouraging. Be a positive influence in their life. Be positive. Okay? Do, don't come over and tell them about the headlines about the unemployment rate is up. They already know, okay? Um, don't tell them about companies that are laid off. Ain't helping the situation, okay? You want to help somebody, you want to roll your sleeves up and really get in there and help them? Do that, okay? 
Roll your sleeves up and help. But follow their guide, their, their lead. Okay. That sometimes they may want you to step back when you're, when you're too intense. Okay. Well, hey bro, you know, I'm here for you. But when you say I'm here for you, mean that mess. Okay. Mean it. Because the worst thing in the world is somebody says I'm here for you. I got your back. And times get rough, and they ain't got your back. Okay. So if you say it, mean it. Embrace it, own it, love it, cherish it, all that good stuff. Okay. So that's what you can do for jobs. If you have a friend who's in transition or family member, uh, if you're if your spouse in transition, understand this: when you come home, here's the thing: you you should know your spouse. If you married a lazy person, shame on you. You knew they was lazy when you married them. Um, but most likely you did, or you pray to God you did. Um, but when they come home. From a hard day of job searching, rest assured, that mess is hard. When they walk in the door, don't start the conversation with, you got a job yet? Yeah, because that's the kind of thing get people beat down. Mm-hmm. Start, to say, start the day with, how you doing? How was your day? Understand this, job search is a job. They are going to work every day, just like they had a regular paying nine to five. And if they came in from their regular job, you wouldn't ask them, you had that meeting yet? Okay. You wouldn't, you wouldn't finish that project yet? Say, how was your day? So that's what you say to somebody in transition. How was your day? Okay. And mean it. Own it, brace it, cherish it, love it, all that. Mean it. When you ask the question, don't ever ask a question if you're not wanting an answer. Don't say, how you doing? And people really tell you. Well, you asked. Well, I didn't mean it. Then why'd you ask? Well, I, thank you. Okay? Be for your spouse, your friend. Be that pillar. It's not easy. I'm not telling you anything in life is easy. Be that rock for them. You know, that, that safe place where when they've been beat down by the day, they can say, well, you know what, worst case, I can go back. I, I can call my boy up. You know, my boy will talk to me. I had a buddy like that. You know, I could call him up. Yo, dude, what's up, man? How you doing? Just talk to him. But, man, just keep going, bro. Keep going. You're going to find something. Keep going. You know, that's that's a friend. You find out where you, who your friends are when, how can I put this delicately, when your testicles are in a vice. You find out who your friends are. Okay? Because some of your friends will be like, oh, spread it, spread it. Okay? They ain't your friends. When you down and out, when you got nothing to offer somebody, you will find out who your real friends are and who are your acquaintances. You know, the millenniums come up with new terms. We're associates. You ain't no associates. I used to get drunk together. You ain't associates. Sorry. But you find out who your friends are. Friends. Friend is one of the most powerful words in the world. Friend. Okay? Somebody you can call your friend and mean that. I apologize. I had some crab legs this morning. I know it's early. And they have some old bay seasoning. My lips is like, ah. That's how I roll for breakfast sometimes. But uh, but anyway, everybody, thank you. Um, 
I always say this, and I can't believe I got through the show. Uh, thank you for last week, for, for listening last week to the Secret Math of Money, my other show, when I did the 2007 financial collapse. I apologize. I did it at night. So if you notice during the show, it got darker and darker. That wasn't me. It was just the sun was going down. But there's a version of it on YouTube, Corrected the Light. So, but that was a great – I like I said last week, I didn't want to do it subject for years. So next week, hopefully at 10 o'clock, and I don't have something crazy going on on Saturday, but hopefully 10 o'clock I'll be doing my next show, The Secret Math of Money. I haven't decided what topic I want to do yet, um, but uh, that shows 10 o'clock next Saturday. Um, if you got any questions about money, again, I'm not a financial advisor anyway. I'm not certified or licensed to do any. I don't sell financial products. I just give away financial information for free. So Wow, everybody coming on out, I'm about done. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it, as always. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for your support. Um, thank you for your encouragement. Thank you for being my friends. I ah, see how I worked that in there. Yeah, that was sleep, I know. Anyway, folks, everybody, I got, what, 20, 19 seconds left. But thank you so much for listening, for tuning in. If you got any job search questions, please feel free to hit me on Facebook or on the website, buddyslippersareevil.com. So with that, I'm going to end the show. Take care, everybody. Have a great day.